Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. You're very welcome back to LMFM Sunday Sport. David Sheehan with you until 5 o'clock. Now, Louth have a couple of big weeks ahead. They face Carlo next weekend in the Division 4 semi-final and then Offaly two weeks after that in the Leinster Football Championship opening round. That game takes place in Park Talton. Last weekend, of course, the Wee County trailed by three points at half-time against Sligo, but a spectacular start to the second half, which began with a goal from the throw-in by Sam Mulroy, got things back on track and they won comfortably in the end. I caught up with the Louth captain on Friday and I began by asking him about Mickey Hart's half-time team talk and that spectacular start to the second period. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was a, it was a brilliant start to the to the second half. And look, the message was clear at halftime. We we had to clean up a few things. We knew that the first half performance wasn't good enough. Um, so look, it was it was about doing the basic things well in the second half and getting ourselves back into the game as quickly as we could. We didn't want to be chasing it with five ten minutes to go. Especially look, we we learned the hard way against Antrim, um, playing against the breeze in the second half. And when you're chasing the game or a team goes ahead, it's hard to get scores against the breeze. So look, the the goal came off the throw in and and it set us up nicely then. And, and thankfully we kicked. On. Have you ever had a, a game like that where you've gotten the ball straight from the throw in, taken off? It was like something you'd see in an under twelve game. Someone just tearing off through the middle and sticking it in the net. I know you, I know you got the deflection, but you just put the head down and off you went. Has that ever happened before? Um, I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. I'm, I'm sure I tried it before, but <laughs> never come off, unfortunately. So, um, look, it's nice when um, stuff like that happens. Um, look, and, and thankfully it did. It was it was a, a brilliant start, as I said, and that was it was nothing more, not less than that. Look, the, the pitch opened up when I went for it, and um, and it put us back in the game. was was the main thing, and it gave us a fighting chance. Yeah, and you kicked on from there. Then, obviously, I mean. It's been a. I know you mentioned the Antrim game there. You had a great win down against Leitrim, and then you had the win last weekend as well. You're into a, a league semi final now. Well, what's changed under Mickey Hart? I mean, it's been a difficult time for everybody, but for intercounty footballers trying to train and trying to kind of keep focused on on a game that you don't actually know when it's going to come. You know, you're used to playing and training for for championships when you know what's ahead of you. But this year, it's been a bit strange. Last year was the same. So, what what has changed under Mickey Hart in the time he's been there, in, in what's been a very challenging environment? Yeah, absolutely, and it definitely has been challenging. And I think for everyone involved, it's been it's been challenging. Um, look, we we were without football for a long time, and and the tough thing was we never knew when we were getting it back, and that's tough as a player to to keep pushing the boundaries and keep pushing your body, um, when it's snowing and it's raining and you don't want to do it, and and there's nothing you're you're fighting for nearly, um, but it's just having that little bit of grit and determination, I suppose that that kind of makes you maybe an intercounty footballer is having that, and I think the 35 players in the squad had it over the last few months, and and it's got us in the squad for Mickey Hart's team, so, um, look, it's Mickey's obviously he's been at the top of the game for the last number of years um, and, and he's done it so look it's easy to listen to a, to a manager who's um, 
who's been winning and knows how to win and and has, has a proven track record and has the has the I suppose the stigma that that he is Mickey Hart and he he's come in to, to take over Loud and look I spoke about it the other day he has a why for being with Loud um, and, and I think as players we have to find our why as well of why we're there or what do we want to do or why are we going to do something different this year so look it's it's about getting up to the level of um of what I can going back to competing in division uh, division one and division two so that's that's the ultimate goal I think. And what what sort of specifically, if you could pick a couple of things that he's that he's brought to the table? Uh, obviously, you, you know, there's been a, a few managers coming and coming and going in Loud over the last number of years. So, what has it been that that the Mickey has maybe brought to the table? And as you mentioned there, the success that he's had, you're probably more like, likely to listen to a voice like Mickey Hart than than maybe just any any kind of manager that hasn't got his track record. But what sort of things have you kind of latched onto that he's changed? Yeah, look, he, he has that um, track record um, that I spoke about. And he, look, he obviously brings that little bit of professional with him as well. Um, that to the setup and, and he'll accept nothing less um, than, than first place. So look, he has that drive and determination to, to be the best. Um, and look, he, he's getting the best players on the pitch um, for loud, um, which probably other managers maybe struggled with over the last number of years. And that has always been a problem for loud. And look, I, I spoke about it before. We, I think we had 70 players at a trial match in November. And um, the last time that ever happened loud, I, I don't know. So look, it's 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 been a revolution. Um, and thankfully, loud GA pulled it off and got a person like Mickey in. And look, he's demanding a lot of the players and, and the players are giving it back to him. Everyone wants to be there and everyone wants to change loud football. So I think that's the, that's the key factor. I think nearly people want to be there for, for loud GA and make it better. Yeah, it's an interesting one, though, isn't it? Because, you know, you'll often hear players saying that they're, they're playing for the county. And I'm not just talking about yourself and Loud here, but you'll often hear the players that like they want to play for their county. But And the, and sometimes the manager and whoever's in charge might be dismissed a little bit, and it's all about the jersey. But the reality of it is, if you've got somebody in charge who you think you're going to have success with or who's going to bring things on, that's massively important, isn't it? Yeah, look, that's a weird one. And it probably shouldn't be like that. <laughs> it probably should be about the jersey. And, and sometimes, look, it doesn't happen with players or players don't get on and, and look that that happens that's life everyone can't get on with everyone but look I think it should be about the, the, the jersey and the county and I think it's about leaving a little bit of that jersey in a better place than, than when you got it so um, look for me it's always about improving and, and being the best footballer I can be and and trying to trying to be a better player for loud um, and, and make the team better um, so look as you said, maybe the manager helps a little bit. Managers come and go, um, just like players. So everyone has to buy into the one goal. And I think maybe over the last few years, everyone wasn't pulling in one direction um, for, across all levels or across the whole board in IGA. So it's nice that uh, maybe everyone's pushing in one direction and can see what um, a goal in sight maybe or, or something to fight for. I wanted to ask you about the, the new rules because um, I guess the, the biggest change this season, and we saw it in the Dublin Ross Common game where the penalty was given um, for foul outside the box. Now I'm sure as a as a man who plays close to goal yourself, you can you can see the advantages here. But if if I'm if I'm a forward, if I'm if I'm through on the keeper and I even get a hand on my shoulder, like the temptation there has to be huge to go down. Even without talking about that side of things, even if it is a, an actual foul outside the box, what what's your 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 take on on that particular rule? Because that's the one that sticks out to me as it's one that's going to cause a huge amount of problems for referees or defenders down the line in the championship. Yeah, it's it's mental. Um, it's look, I, I don't know where they where they keep pulling these rules from and, and why they keep changing. I don't know. Um, but look. It's it's a strange like we we had a scenario at the weekend where Kieran Keenan gets pulled down. I mean, a foot outside the twenty-one yard line, and then you're saying, "Oh, that's not a penalty when he's going straight clean through and goal." But that foot and the difference makes a difference. It's it's mental either. They're they're making it tougher on referees, and um, to be honest with you, and and they need to give them more help more than anything. And mm. um, and look, that rule maybe look, I don't know how you. 
how do you marshal that? I don't know. Same um, with the black card rule. There just seems to be no clarity in what happens. There's no clarity in, in the tackle um, with the referees at the minute. And it's just so hard to know who's going to give you what or who's not going to. It's nearly sus in the ref for the first 10, 15 minutes. Um, and it's so tough going into the game. Know what, you, know what you're going to get. So look, the new rules, I think, uh, they're taking maybe a step too far, I think, with the, with this new, um, obviously, the penalty inside the 21-yard line and, and stuff like that. I think it's painful, to be honest with you. Um, and as you said, that temptation's there now that if you go down, you're getting penalties. Um, and the other side of it is, if, if if you don't go to the ground, I don't think they're giving, they're giving black cards now. Like, so it's, no, I just think, it, as, we, as we said, maybe it sends players to, to go down a little bit more easier. And, and it takes, like, I think always maybe try staying your feet, go for goal yourself if you can. And once you're that close to goal, you should be having a crack, I think. And as I said, I look, you're not even getting the black card. You don't get the black card if you're not going to ground and stuff. So I just think adding rules, new rules every year, just kind of, there seems to be something every year uh, with the GA at the minute. And I just think it needs to maybe hold back, maybe have a review, take a few away, see how the game goes. Look, the game's brilliant. Um, and I don't, I don't know why they keep playing around with it. So look, um, as a forward, look, obviously, the more goal chances we get, the better. And if someone's mm. going to give us a penalty after getting inside the 21-yard line, so be it. But I think um, look, I'd be very upset if I think it was the opposition getting that penalty, you know, that sort of way. So. Yeah, just going back to when I started following Gaelic football first, many years ago now, the biggest kind of rule changes that were brought in then were the taking the freeze and the sidelines off your off your hands, which was, you know, designed to speed the game up a little bit. It feels like a lot of the rules that have been brought in in recent years are, are actually slowing the game down. And obviously, you know, you can see the GA are trying to progress things on. They're trying to eradicate, you know, cynical fouling and that kind of stuff. But sometimes, you know, I just don't know if, if it's always working out as intended. So, you know, from your point of view, where would you kind of like to see the game going in terms of the rules that are there at the moment? Would you like to see some of them taken away or what way are you looking at it? Let's say the attacking mark, for example, I suppose, which is one that you would be benefiting directly from. Yeah, look, it's it's, it's a mad one. Like you're, you're getting a free for catching the ball. Now, and look, it, it takes away so many good qualities of a forward and a good qualities of a defender. Um, look, you catch the ball, you can stand still and take a free shot at goal. Or, whereas... Years previous, you were taking a man on and you were trying to beat him, and, and also on the on the flip side of that, there's a defender trying to stop you. And that sort of way, so it takes away massive skills of a forward and a defender. Um, and look, it's massive. Um, as you said, it slows that game down. You have 15 seconds to take that shot, um, and it's just slowing everything down. I think, and even a mark from a kickout, I know maybe has worked well in a sense of you're maybe getting a few longer kickouts, but um, again, you have five seconds to ten seconds to take that kick. So look. I think it's just slowing the game down, maybe as you said, um, and and takes away that element of skill from a forward point of view. And there's nothing better than seeing a forward take on a defender. It's still one of the best skills in the match, and, and you don't get to see it enough now because if you make a clean catch, it's a free kick. So look, I don't know. Um, as I said, maybe the GA might want to look at a few of the rules and, and maybe strip it back again and and um, see. Look, I think even football's evolving in a sense of there's not this much as we've seen over the last few league games there's not as many defensive teams anymore um, I think mm. teams have figured out how to beat it and, and it's and again it's evolving again and someone's going to come up with something better and it seems to be this attacking free-flowing football um, at the minute so look I think the GA needs to maybe change the rules again and let that happen a little bit more One thing that struck me looking at the scores uh, in the league so far and you know a lot of goals a lot of high scoring matches between teams that would maybe have been a little bit more defensive in the past it made me kind of wonder if the last year or so of the the pandemic and everything else, you know, intercounty sport has got to such a level now. It's taken very seriously by players, taken very seriously by managers, taken very seriously by the media and by pundits. And it made me wonder if maybe the last year or so, 
people have sort of started to think to themselves, you know what, we're here to play football and enjoy ourselves. Let's let's go out and do that. And maybe that's part of the reason why things look like they've opened up a little bit. Now, maybe that's a little bit of a stretch. I'm not sure what you think about that. And if you wonder if things will maybe go back to the way they were when the championship comes around. What's your take on, on why we look like we've got a more attacking game at the moment? No, I think, yeah, I think, as you said, look, the, the most... I love playing football and, and it's, it's the things I look forward to is during the week is going training and, and going to play a match on the weekend and the more enjoyable that is the better my life is you know, sort of way. And, and the more open the games are and the more enjoyable that match is or the more touches on the ball you get in training the better and I think managers and players are starting to understand that I think especially managers are maybe starting to understand that look the players are there to play football um, like I know even last night training we had must had 100 200 touches of the ball last night training we played matches all night um, and I think they're so open everyone's taking each other on everyone's bouncing off the ground and I think look I think it is here to stay and um, because I think people see how attractive it is and look and, and you can see how you can win games by actually going and attacking the other team and actually trying to score more than them than trying not to concede as much as if that makes sense so um, mm. look I think it's 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 brilliant to see these high scoring matches with loads of goals and and one-on-ones been taken on and and good attacking football and that might be biased them um, from from a forward but um, look I think everyone's enjoying it you know sort of way so um, I think it's more about scoring more than the other team now than than not conceding as much Okay, so you think really that it's just the thing that the defensive sort of setups have run their course and maybe teams are looking at the game differently now rather than it being any kind of result of the, the last year and the COVID situation? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, look, um, as, as I said last week, actually, that, look, I think someone comes up with something new. Jimmy McGuinness come up with this defensive style of football maybe in 2011, 2012 and won an All-Ireland with it and then everyone thinks, oh, because Donegal done it, we'll copy them, we'll win our All-Irelands, you know, sort of way. So mm. um, until someone picks it apart, and, and as I said, football evolves, um, and, and people come up with different ideas, and, and I think it is just down to players and managers maybe looking at it in a different light, um, with new eyes, and just thinking, look, um, this is this is the proper way to play football. And look, yes, it can be defensive, but I think when you add in that transition play of, of fast attacking football with good kick passes, um, I don't think there's any, any better way to play football. So a couple of big matches coming up for Loud in the next few weeks. You've obviously got that semi-final against Carlo next weekend. And then a couple of weeks after that, it's Offaly in the Leinster Championship in Navin. I know the focus is on the Carlo game next weekend, but is one eye already on the Championship? No, absolutely not. I think um, next Saturday is their biggest game of the year. And yeah, we have to go down to Carlo and get a result. Um, as, as I said, there's next um, next Saturday determines our season. Um, we have to be preparing um, next winter for Division 3 football. Um, and that's the ultimate minute. Um, look, I said from the start, championship at this stage is bonus territory for us. We have to get back up to Division 3 straight away on the first time of asking. So um, next Saturday is massive. And then look, we'll, look, um, we'll obviously prepare for um, the Offaly game in the two weeks' time after that. But... Um, I, as I said last week as well, I think it's absolutely crazy that there's no league final. Um, I think there should be a league ma- a league final played um, between, team, between two teams in Crow Park. Um, I can't believe the GA have pulled that. Um, but look, it is what it is. Uh, me giving out a bit, it's not going to change it. So um, look, we're looking forward to, to the Carlo match and it's a massive test for us. Um, and, and as I said, the biggest game of the year for us. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.